the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Milton Glick along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. We're broadcasting live from the very busy and very beautiful Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bull Road. David Rodriguez is with us. But I, I was just telling him, David, that you're here. Am I on? I was going to tell him that you were getting lots My of compliments on the uh, webinar, our webinar, the seminar yeah, yeah. that you just did. She said, oh, he did a great job. I don't know if you heard her say that. Yeah. Well, uh, Who yeah. came by? Uh, Who uh, said uh, that? Uh, that woman said that. Yeah, so we're here at the beautiful early stages of dementia. Stop it. (laughs) So we're here at the beautiful Millburgers Landscape Nursery, and spring has sprung. Mesquite trees are leafed out, and uh, red buds, mountain laurels, unbelievable, blooming around town. So German bearded irises are blooming. So if you're ready to set your landscape on the right path, Millburgers Landscape Nursery is the place to be. It's hopping today, a lot of people. So. We're doing our seasonal topics. We covered turf grass uh, management, and one of the key um, statements that I made with this lecture was, if it's too large of a lawn to to manage or or do good maintenance on, is maybe have less lawn and more butterfly gardens, vegetable gardens, herbs, cool. roses, et cetera, et cetera. So, neighbors, you know, neighbors. <laughs> so we covered a lot of material and uh, a good seminar, good crowd. Good, yeah. good, and that was ni- it was nice to hear her. She really was very complimentary. Okay, for Just me, uh, Doctor help- Bars. No, for you. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. We have people come by, ask questions, go. <laughs> Did she oh, you're cr- a wisecracker, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and they don't say cracker. <laughs> <laughs> Six second delay. Yeah, exactly. Did she finish sentences? In other words, did she talk in complete? She sentences? did, as a matter of fact. That's oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, before unlike Jerry, <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, I was uh, talking to David before uh, we went on the air, and I got good news. Uh, I heard from our grower, yeah, of the seed, and you know the uh, it was all old seed, <laughs> and he put me he wait he made me wait about two weeks before he would give me an analysis. And uh, the good, uh, the, it's got a few real grandy gold seedlings up. Uh, they're they're weak, but uh, he thinks they'll make it. And uh, the no, the good news is, all of the pe- I got some hot peppers. Uh, they're labeled hot by Miss Nethery, uh, my uh, uh, gardener. Best I say the best gardener in Texas. And lives in Junction, 
or more precisely Telegraph, which is between Junction and Rock Springs. But anyway, uh, she had sent it to me. She's passed, Martha. Every story he has is sad, <laughs> that one. If he talks about you in a story. <laughs> yeah, you're. And luckily, I don't say he's passed. Yeah. He almost passed, but he didn't pass. I'm, a, I'm amazed that he re- Jerry remembers because he keeps going off on these little. <laughs> what, what he's talking about, you know. But anyway, the. Uh, uh, she, uh, they said uh, even though that seed was old, that hot lajo, largest jalapeno on earth, uh, germinated real good. And so um, that that means we'll have a hot pepper for trays. Yeah. And uh, some real grande gold seed uh, plants. And uh, so there'll be... Well, May first, he, probably, he, right? He, huh? May first, you think? Yeah, days he out? he was. Uh, they were just uh, germinating Monday. Okay, so maybe May first, thirty May 1st, days. May first, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. But uh, anyway, that's that's good news when you're dealing with your old seed. Like he said, you just have to uh, wait and see. Yeah, that's good. It's yeah, no, that's exciting. And, and then uh, Milton can try the regular Rio Grande Gold and the other Rio Grande Well, Gold. I don't know. And see which one tastes he, better. He, he didn't yeah. know about the hot oh, Rio okay. Grande well, Gold. Don't tell Milton that. Tell him it's a different no, Rio I just Grande. heard about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I told him how he can work it. Uh, working won't one, be half one the problem. <laughs> and one regular side by side. And you know which one is the regular. Yeah. And so when you have friends or want to be friends over, you reach down and pick up mild, hey. a real grande go, hey. eat it right up, and then they'll pick up the hot one and eat it right down and run to the run to the faucet, water faucet. Ice cream. Uh, Ice cream or milk, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what we used to do to our little brothers. But anyway, that's good yeah, news that it's coming. And, uh, and, and then the, uh, deny. <laughs> I don't know what you're <laughs> The pink that's Laura funny. Bush is uh, also germinating yeah. slowly. I'll check on Monday. We'll be out there Monday. We'll okay, see where good. we're at. Very good. Yeah. Well, what's going on and in the your world? Millburgers Landscape customers are going to be the first to, to oh, yeah. try these plants. All awesome. Right. What's going on in your world that uh, we need to talk about? Spring has sprung. We uh yeah. We're doing an Earthkind series, and we're going to do Herbs Wednesday night. And uh, we did a very successful Youth Gardens um, training at the Botanical Garden last Saturday. So a lot of good things are happening. It's good to be back and, you know, yeah. out there doing stuff like we're supposed to be doing. And, and they so, got the tomatoes for the Youth Gardens, yeah? Uh, yeah, the tomatoes. Uh, we'll probably do a mini trial Wednesday. Dr. Stein and myself at the Botanical Garden, mm-hmm. a couple hundred plants, and then... okay. Jimmy Crawford, the spinach grower, probably going to go take him some down there, too, that he's excited. He brought it up <laughs> that he'll be the new tomato grower. And, there you go. You know, he, he knows how to grow spinach and watermelon. I'm sure he knows how to do tomatoes <laughs> even better. So. Yeah, that's your valley? No, uh, uh, probably, City? Yeah, probably close to Crystal, Crystal City. So. Who is it? Yeah. Did you see the um, article in the paper about the uh, Eco Gardens? Did you? Uh, At the San Antonio College? Yeah. No, um I was trying to remember where they where they were. 
They, but they didn't mention your name. I was wondering if that was the gardens you you and the master gardeners were involved. No, with. the the eco garden, the eco central is at the San Antonio College. Yeah, so like community. Maybe but, that's what they're talking about. But they had a they had a big uh, community garden. They were talking about. No, nah, that was somebody else. I think. Huh. Yeah, a lot of people are doing nice community gardens out there as well. So we're training a lot of the individuals, but that's good that it, uh, all that's expanding and growing so well. So yeah. I, should, I should have uh, taken it out of the paper so yeah. I, yeah. That we could look at it. Very but cool. But it surprised me a little bit. I thought it was describing the, the garden you and the master gardeners were involved. Well, we got a caller on the line, so I'll let you decide. Thank you so much, yeah, gentlemen. Man. Come by Millbury's Landscape Nursery. It's unbelievable color out here. Yeah. Spring cool. is for planting. It's not going to freeze anymore, is it, David, or fall? I thought yeah. fall was for planting. This is confusing. Well, well, we're in spring now. So spring is for planting. Right. Right. I see and how we're in fall. Fall is for planting. It's not going <laughs> to frost anymore. No, mosquitoes have leaved out. Okay. Uh-huh, that see? did it. You go by old-timer things, it. too. You huh? heard it here. Yeah. You and I and our yeah. Sinisa. The Sinisa blooming? Uh, the Mexican plums are blooming up. They look, yeah. pretty. they look very pretty. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Have a Thanks, great David. Day. Thanks for coming Thanks by. Thanks for doing a great job. Wayne is on the line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Hey there, Wayne. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Fine. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon. What's going on? Well, I've got an issue. I don't know if it's in your expertise or not, but I've tried everything, so I wanted to talk to you all. I have raised gardens. Uh, I have four, and uh, I, I decided this year to go soaker hose, uh, some of my old farmer friends told me uh, that's the best way to do it because I usually kill my plants by overwatering. Well, this year I went to the soaker hose and I got four four brand new hoses. And here's my issue: when I hook it up to the house hose uh, and connect it to the soaker hose in the first garden, um, it it leaks terribly from the hose end from the from the male end to the female end of the soaker hose. It leaks terribly. Okay, if I take the blue disc out of the soaker hose and put a regular washer in, it does not leak at all. Yeah. Uh, but but the spray in the first two feet is like a water gun shooting out, and that's a no-no for a soaker. What? And, um, and I've tried two different hoses, so it's not the hose. No. So what do you think is, uh, is going on? I, my, my question would be how... how uh hard are you turning the hose on i mean you just barely want those things to, and i know it's always uh both jerry and i when we turn those on we say oh man we gotta <laughs> wait wait for them you know three or four hours to get the water down but yeah. that that's what you do to reduce any kind of leakage or spraying or anything like that is that oh, a, is so you think i'm turning it on okay you think i'm turning it on too much yeah you oh, just yeah. barely you just barely Turn it on. It's really pretty. You got to get used to it. It's yeah. really frustrating. You can. Now, and, and when you when you first turn it on, it may take a while to fill the hose up. So don't turn it way on. <laughs> turn it really on, and uh, and not turn turn. You can do it if you do it quick, and then turn it back to the lower level. But oh, it, uh, okay. Yeah, that it works. Works slick once you get uh, used to it, and, and the, the water has to wet the yeah the ground, and then after that the, it won't know. run off. Uh, okay, now I should. Well, you replacing you replacing that uh, uh, 
deal in the in the hole to keep it from leaking was the right thing. Sometimes those uh, uh, washers that they furnish with the uh, drip holes are are plastic, hard plastic, and right. they don't stop it stop the water, the leaks, as well as a rubber. Uh, well, the little the little blue disc has got a hole in the center, and they they tell me that's for the so it oh, don't, don't okay don't put it yeah you know uh, yeah that uh, <laughs> that is controlling the water flow right but right. Uh, more you're not an Aggie are you no oh all no. Right. <laughs> <laughs> most yeah. of us can uh, I said most Milton mm. I didn't say everybody. Uh, <laughs> Most of us just can forget that little washer. Just pull that out. That the one with one? the hole, hole in the center, the plastic with yeah. a hole in the center. Take that out? Yeah. Well, you don't have to do that. I never do, but <laughs> I think you can do it either way. And then just barely turn the water flow. That's the key there, just barely oh. turn the water. The, that that okay. little washer in there is to... Have people that don't understand barely turn the water on situation. Oh, okay, okay. Now, as well, far, as, far yeah. as that, right. far as that coming, coming out the first, uh, flowing out the first uh, several holes. Uh, unless it blew a hole, blew a hole out in the pipe, it should. Uh, once you reduce that pressure. Uh, you should have even flow out of those, all those punched holes. And to and to to see if I'm getting enough water, just pick it up and watch it, watch the drip. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, well, it's it's more of a squirt, but yeah. it's upside down. Yeah, you well, turn it upside down. Now right. I, I think you'll be less frustrated if you turn it on really low, like Jerry described, and then you look underneath it two hours from now. Yeah. And then you'll see the water has, and the water soaked and how, and it's right oh, okay. near the plants of the root. But it, it comes but out slow. Your suggestion is take that blue blue end out on all the hoses. Not uh, <laughs> experiment with that because I I never do, and uh, Jerry Jerry says he does. So Calvin's an Aggie, by the way. Yeah. Well, like I said, when I tucked the blue end out and put a regular washer in there, I had no leak at all in the connection. But there you I go. Had the, but yeah, I had but the uh, streams in the first foot. I had the little, little uh, streams like little boy peepees, you know. And mm-hmm. I didn't want. I, and I said, no, that's no good because there's too much pressure. And yeah. uh, so you think I should just back off from the water and leave the blue disc out? Well, I would experiment with it. Um, you know, that's, either one, either one will work if you turn the water way down. But yeah, that, okay. but that's the whole, the whole idea that blue disc is the, to limit the the flow through there. Oh, okay. Right. Okay, well, I'll let y'all go. You know, I got other people yeah. to get on. Thank you for tell, tell us Good what luck. happens, Bye. okay? Yep. We want to report. You too. Bye-bye. And I'll free up a line at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Did you hear him describe the, the flow, yeah. Milton? Yes, I did. You just kind of... You just glazed right I just over. I just moved on. Like <laughs> some people here at the patio or on the porch. So, uh, all right. So, okay. I have a question. I want some clarity on my uh, poor tree. Uh-oh. So, was uh, so Mike, uh, Mike, 
Mark and Calvin were the only one that answered. Uh, well, no need answering when they've answered. I guess so. So what did you think it was? That was the ugly, yucky. Well, that it's just wet wood. That's a. It's a yeah, I got it. Yeah, it's I got a, all fifteen emails about yeah. it. It's a disease that yeah. uh, is, oh, quite common. Not as far as I know, there's not anything to do for it. No. Uh, Mark mentioned that it's stress-related, yeah, but I'm, so I don't know. You know, you yeah, can maybe yeah. describe <laughs> every, every, everything is stress-related. <laughs> come to think of. Oh, okay. But so it won't kill the tree. It's just a disease, and and there's not. Yeah, there's nothing no, much I can do. No, you no don't treatment. have to kiss it goodbye, man. Oh, good. That's a big tree. I don't <laughs> want to kiss it goodbye. <laughs> but but you're right. The birds will, the birds will go. The butterflies are little yeah. ants and stuff crawling in and out of it. But they, but it, it quits uh, leaking or d- depositing that material after, I think, just a few weeks. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then just seals up? Yeah, for yeah. now. And then ne- you might uh, see it next year or two years from now. I think Mark said it had gas. Well, it's yeah, it would develop gas. Okay. So if you're, if you're here, <laughs> have your tree. Uh, On a quiet evening, if we hear a little toot coming yeah. from the backyard. Flacule. That might be the tree? That's flacule. Oh, it's tree? Yeah. Oh, okay. Tree, flacule. Poor little tree. (laughs) Okay. Not so little tree. Okay, well, I'll stop worrying about it. What what, uh, variety did you say it was? I don't know. Cedar elm? Yeah, it looked like an elm. That's an elm? Oh. Well, I was just thinking that. that Too hard to tell from that? Can you see? I'm doing what everybody does. I got pictures on my phone. Yeah, I can't tell from that. It's a huge tree. Yeah. I'll show you. i got to show yeah, both of you. That's a nail. Okay. It's a pretty tree. Big old leaves. That's the usual. That I have to. Tree. The, the, the cedar elms quite often would mm-hmm. show it. All right. 210-308-8867. We're going to take a break. And while we do, we encourage you to give us a call. 210-308-8867. Toll free. It's 866-308-8867. South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The answer, 210-308-8867. I have a testimonial for the tree hugger. For the what? Tree hugger. Oh, okay. Sprinkler. Uh, I used mine for, for the first time this week. Yeah? <laughs> and I used it uh, on my citrus that's coming up, re-sprouting. Yeah, you just wrap it around there. And that's growing in solid stone, always have been. And uh, I always have a trouble with the regular sprinkler uh, to to water it because the water will run off before it penetrates oh. in. So I took my trusty tree hugger, yeah, <laughs> and I put it put it around the first tree uh, that's coming back. I hope it's right, uh, the right variety, and. Uh, uh, yeah, I let my son control the water, uh, the height of the water sprinkler. Yeah. So 
So he just barely turned it on where the sprinkle was, the sprinkle was about uh, six to eight inches high, if, if not, not, maybe not high that high, and let it run for three or four hours. Oh, my goodness. Okay. And then I moved it to the second tree and okay. let it run for three or four hours. And it worked. I didn't have any water runoff or anything well, I else. I see. All right. Uh, but I, I didn't have to encircle the, I didn't circle the whole tree because the stump that it came back from oh. was, was, uh, was big and was too big. So hmm. I just put it as, I closed it as much as I could yeah. around the stump and just controlled it with the, uh, We'll work on get you a bigger one too. <laughs> well, good. I'm glad. No, that worked perfectly. Very because, cool. Yeah, if I'd have had a bigger one, I'd have probably turned it on more. But uh, it's a two. It's a. It was a two-man job. Now, what is that big opening in the top? You know, it's got. Okay, so I asked that too, and uh, that that is so that it can clean out. No, it's so it can adjust. Oh, so okay. Okay. But but I I, I suggested they like. Do something where you could put like fertilizer in yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it would just kind of go through. And he, he kind of his 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 ears perked up. I don't know if they're gonna do the my Milton invention or. There not. you go. Cool. Uh, that'll that'll work with uh, uh, a water soluble fertilizer. fertilizer. Yeah, it would yeah. seem like it would. Yeah. Well, good. I'm glad it did. Yeah, it worked great. I like it. And we have tree huggers here. You go to treehuggersprinklers.com to uh, learn more about them, but we have them here at Millburgers. We do. All right, James is on the line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Hey, James, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm just fine. I guess I'm another tree hugger because I love trees. Hey, listen, I'm getting to the age where if I'm going to plant any more trees, I need to do it yesterday. But I was reading in the newsletter about the Monterey Oak, and I've never had one, and I've always wanted one, and I think I want to plant one. My dilemma is I don't know if I have enough room for one. So right before I called, I got out the tape measure. I have a live oak, uh, which is going to be relatively close to the only spot I have left. How close can I plant a Monterey to a live This live oak, uh, I didn't plant. A squirrel planted it. It was adjacent to a post oak that I took down. Um how close can I put those two trees together? Well, the live oak's already there. It's about 20 feet tall, I guess, looking at it. Um, how close can I put a Monterey oak to a live oak, you a want, native live oak? You know, you you can have an ideal situation, but you can have a survival situation, mm-hmm. too. They'll, those two oaks will, will uh, pretty much survive whatever you do them. They'll just compete with each other. How, how, okay. how you know... Twenty say, feet, 40 feet? Tw- tw- yeah, forty feet would be <laughs> I- ideal, I think. Thirty feet, because uh, closer to where I'm going to plant the Monterey oak, I've got a building, a workshop, so I'm closer to thirty feet. I can maybe push thirty-five without getting. How close to the building can I get with this Monterey oak? Well, it won't won't hurt the building. No, the thirty feet's fine. Thirty feet's oak. good. Thirty to forty would be good. They won't crowd each other out. Because no. I understand the the Monterey grows pretty fast, and that's what I'm hoping for. Yeah, yeah. it will. Yeah, faster than uh, okay. the live oak. Yeah. Right. Well, to my point, I should have planted yesterday. Should I plant now or wait till the fall? No, oh, plant now. Yeah, but plant you, now. You okay. Can, you can get water to it, right? Yeah. 
Oh yeah, I got I got a water faucet. It's going to be about twenty feet away from this Monterey the other way. I can just run a hose to it. That's not That's a problem. Perfect, perfect. All right, all right, all right. Thank you. That was easy, James. Bye-bye. Thank you, sir. Oh, did he have a question? I guess not. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. This is the time of the show where we talk about what's growing in our garden. Haven't we been doing that? <laughs> oh, Calvin was bragging on your larkspur that were coming up. Well, I just they're finally blooming. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's true. But you know that that that's strange when you're talking about larkspur barely blooming because they're yeah. they're generally so. Well, in my I think in my article I yeah, mentioned, yeah, that, mentioned that, that that they're rarely are they reserved, and I even mentioned in there that. Uh, Take some effort to uh, preserve some of the plants to be so that you got a seed source for the for the future. I know you're not to pull all those up when you yeah, plant those that's damn right. zinnias. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> and, that, and it's it's funny because when the when the season started and they st- were coming up, I was at doing exactly that. You know, <laughs> no. I'll leave one row here yeah. and then I'll. I'll encourage these to grow and then I'll transplant. But even if you pull them all up, Calvin, they'll be back next year yeah. too. But you—it's uh, I miss them now. <laughs> but they're—they are—they are blooming, uh, but they're not blooming as as much as uh, you would they expect. They used to, yeah. yeah. They—you uh, haven't watered them, have you? I have watered them. That's good. That's good. I watered those that are in the garden, but I haven't watered those that are oh, out, outside. outside the garden. Yeah. yeah, I bet they're in the garden doing better, right? Oh, gosh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and the fact they've got uh, the soil, uh, more soil and uh, less weeds to compete with. And yeah. And I'm going to brag on my Laura Bush petunias, which are coming back now. All right, good. And they're blooming all over the place. They look great. <laughs> you would. L- I've got one growing in the step. Oh, is that oh, right? Yeah. You would, that's wonderful. Yeah, you would love it. They then. do the best. And yeah, that's right. That's, that's what I like about them is they, <laughs> they want to grow. Like we were, t- like I always talk about, we we're planting some de- demonstrations of red, I'm, I'm sorry, uh, purple, uh, pink, and, uh, pur- yeah, purple, pink, and uh, the regular blue color that they are uh, out there at John Thomas's in Wild Seed Farm. And we plant two long rows of, of each of them, and uh, we were all excited because uh, they were really growing well. Until we looked over on the sidewalk where the people walk, and the best-looking one was a growing out of solid granite. That you know that they use it for pathways. Yeah, mine mine then is growing in the sidewalk. I, I I had to take a double look to see if yeah. where the foliage was, but but there's that big that, yeah. that bloom there that oh the bloom was on a small plant yeah bright colored bloom right there right uh, showing off now on your larkspur are you roguing them so you'll have pure bunny bur bloom um, no all? I'm just keeping everything now oh okay. Okay. I'm trying. Yeah, I'm trying to get, get as much uh, nectar source as I can. You don't have any that are bicolor. I ha- pink ha- with a white bunny. I I don't. Uh, I didn't make a survey of that. No, I didn't okay. uh, take an inventory of. Uh, <laughs> I just 
as so long as they're... go through and pull everything that's not... It just, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> They'll just all have a bunny in them, but a lot of people can't see the bunny. Treasure, treasure everyone that's there, yeah. <laughs> that, and their, uh, the zinnias are blooming, too. You'll be happy to know. Yeah. And blue plumbago's coming back? Is yours? Oh, gosh, yeah. Yeah. I had, I've cut mine back. Yeah, Laura got in the garden, and she cut all the dead stuff off. Huh. All those poor low-flying birds leaving <laughs> with their little backpacks over their shoulder, <laughs> heading toward the nearest train. She didn't care. She can be cold like that. <laughs> Have you got towhees? Uh, Not since I used the cream. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. No, I don't know if we have towhees or not. Uh, yeah, yeah you'd, know, you'd know if you, you had them because okay. of the coloring. I'm but trying to think of what we have. <laughs> I know. I think we have raccoons. Yeah, yeah they, for they, sure. they, they don't, they don't fly very. They don't <laughs> no, fly they don't fly. Things. You got possums. I know. We, I know we have possums because the dog found a possum and was playing with it. <laughs> Which, did it play dead? It did play dead, and then the dog walked away and it ran off. Those uh, <laughs> <laughs> possums are yeah. smart. For That's what I dumb uh, I keep telling mine. That's what they're supposed to do, but they. Uh, the, the last two of the state they and fought, fought, fought with the, the oh, Westies. Is that right? If it's a big one, they got teeth. Yeah. Lots I, of teeth. Well, it was amazing because they really look fierce. Yeah. And I kept looking for the blood because it was a savage battle going on. The only blood was on the opossum. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how the dogs were do, were with Fewer teeth were good, <laughs> managing to yeah, if you, stay if out you, of the way. If you got a Jack Russell Terrier, they don't buy into that yeah. possum playing dead. They tear it to little pieces. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want little pieces of possum all over the yard. Can they take on a raccoon? Raccoons, yeah, well, they will. Yeah. They will, but try, but it's I mean, tougher. It's a, it's a good fight. That's, that's yeah. A, <laughs> Those, yeah. those Jack Russells or something. Border Collies try to, you know, herd that raccoon. That raccoon ain't having none of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway. Okay, well, hopefully the raccoons will and the dogs will keep away from each other. <laughs> 210-308-8867. Yes, sir, you were going to read something? 210-308-8867. That's all right. I'm chilled over here. Okay, just chill, relax. Well, speaking of chilled, supposed yeah. to be in the 90s today. Oof, it is oh. low nineties, and look at the wind; it's fierce. Yeah. Uh, oh Lord. And we got Marty on the line. Okay. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Marty, how you doing? Welcome to Bill right, Burgers. We're doing okay. What's going on with you? Good to hear. You. Uh, I'm doing all right too. Uh, my Crawford lettuce is coming back. It it, it made the freeze, so I'm all uh, right. I'm happy. <laughs> it's it's kind of like that uh, large burr. Yeah. Yeah. I got a, uh, yeah. I got a, well, I think I one Crawford lettuce is growing up on the <laughs> on the soil pile, you know. Has it got? Has it? Did it just come up, Marty, or has it been? It just, it just came up. It just came up, and I was I was very. And I tell you what, my my zinnia is tougher than nails. It too had froze. I thought it was a goner, and here comes the, my dreamland zinnia. So they're, <laughs> they're, they're they're tough. Let me tell you. So you're recommending zinnias like Calvin, huh? Yeah, I, I I give it I give it a gold star. Oh wow! Did you uh, do you have uh, did you have Whopper begonias last year? Yes, I did, and I have them this year again. Did oh, they, come, they back? came back? Did they come? Yeah, they, they, yeah, they came back. 
I had I had a thirty six, and I got uh, uh, ten of them came back. All right, yeah. oh, that's good. Uh, I splurged and bought two, and uh, I actually bought three. <laughs> I think I think that was the point. Y'all were like, buy odd numbers, <laughs> and uh, yeah. So the two I had in the container have not come back, as far as I can see. Yeah, the container yeah. freezes hard. Oh, is that the deal? Yeah, the oh, okay. root system freezes. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, how can we yeah, help I'm you, Marty? Yeah, I have a question. I, I, and I, I don't know if I'm going to pronounce this correctly or not, so you have to bear with me. I've heard of an orange called an Ikitsu orange, and I was wondering, is that a Mandarin orange? Kitsu. Yeah. Uh, did you say Ikitsu? Uh, Ikitsu. Ikitsu? Right. Yeah, right. I, uh, that's, a, that's a Mandarin. Where'd you, go, where'd you get it? No, I haven't gotten it, and I've heard some people mention, and they said it's a, it's a very good orange. You know, and I, yeah. I love mandarin oranges. And okay, so I was that, that's a good one. Do they, do they have that available at Millburgers every now and then? I don't think they have Okitsu here. We'll have oh, to ask Trace. It's Okitsu, yeah. right? It's either okay. O or I. I oh, no, it's O. O-K-I-S. O-K-I-T-S-U, I think. O-K-I-T-S-U. That's right. That's right. Yeah, that's uh, one of the original. Uh, uh, it's older than Miho and Sito, but okay. it, it was one of the ones that uh, we got in from Japan, and uh-huh. uh, uh, it's it's good. In fact, uh, a lot of times, especially out at Uvalde, where uh-huh. we had the citrus trial, uh-huh. uh a lot of times, though, Kitsu was the first, first one to be really sweet, turn really sweet. So it's it's tried and tested. Okay, yeah, and I I heard of it, and some people said it's really good. They said it's a mandarin orange, and I love mandarin oranges. And I said I was just curious if if Millburgers carries that uh, orange. Yeah, it's uh, I I don't I don't think. I don't know if they've ever had Okitsu. I, I don't we'll remember Trace. seeing it. Uh, but uh, okay. it's not <laughs> any better than my Cito or uh, <laughs> uh, Cito Okitsu. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, but, uh, I mean, it's it's good. It has its own. It's okay. a little bit different. It's a larger tree. Well, okay. of course, uh, they, they got them here on... Uh, Flying Dragon rootstock, but right. uh, so that'll make it smaller. I don't know if that one's on Flying Dragon, okay. but Miho and Sito are—they've got plenty of those, and I okay. think they're—they're they're just as good, if not. Uh, like I said, my favorite is the one called Sito, great big leaves, okay. and uh, but uh, Okitsu is is good. Okay. Yeah, I was, I was just curious. Like I said, I heard some people talk about it, and, uh, yeah. and I, I said, I'm just curious if Millburgers carries it or not. Uh, well, okay. At one, they have carried it in the past, but I All don't. Right. I haven't seen it recently. Okay. Now I wasn't huh. listening earlier. Uh, I, I I tuned in late, and I was wondering, uh, did the Ruby Crush tomatoes ever come in? No, but they were BHN 968s. <laughs> I'm holding my breath there. There weren't a lot, a lot of them. But I they, don't think that Ruby Crush seed is that expensive. I don't know what's going on on that. Well, yeah, but, uh, I know the last couple of shows they said it was supposed to be coming in. and, and uh, Yeah, we'll have to ask in. Trace about that one, too. Yeah. Now, you, you, okay. had that, you had that last year, didn't you? 
Yes, I did, and it was very productive. Did you like it a lot? I lo- I loved it. And did and you save seed? Did you save no, seed? No, I didn't. I forgot. Come I on, my, man. No, my, grand, my grandkids ate all the tomatoes. They give me a chance. <laughs> well, just make them poop in a bucket or something. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Those seed go straight through, don't they? Well, t- Trace, yeah. Trace likes it best when you don't yeah. save seed. I don't know. But. <laughs> right. I got yeah. some chupatines there, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you really, if they pooped in a bucket. Uh, all you'd have to do is stir it up in some water, the poop, oh, yeah, right. and, then, uh, and then just spread it on your garden. Gosh, and he was doing so well. He too. was doing so yeah, well. And then, so you wouldn't even have to worry about that stuff on the side. Oh, of my the goodness. Seat. Marty, oh, we got to go to a break. It's, uh, <laughs> it's that time. Good time to take a break. Thanks for that, Marty. We'll talk to you in a little while. Bye, Marty. All right, 210 308 8867 is our number. 210 308 8867. And Marty reminded me, so we have to ask Trace about the Hong Kong tree or the orchid tree. Remember that? That's for Sylvia. And uh, we don't have well, one. We don't know. Yeah. Or when he was going to get one or something like that. No. They freeze big time. Oh, well, I think yeah, hers froze, but she wanted another one. All right, we'll ask Tell Trace. Tell her to kiss and go by. We promised Trace, uh, Sylvia, we would ask Trace. <laughs> so we will. And we'll Did take you a break. Tell her to kiss and go by. And no. And come back in a moment at 210 308 8867. This is Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM. The answer. You have to drag him out of bed. Only frosted flakes will do. He gets that from me. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South yeah, Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. That was Reba. Reba, she's not dead. No, she's not. She's still alive. Hey, uh, you know, we, uh, uh, you might be noticing a little bit of termite action. Uh, here termites are getting ready to swarm or they're already swarming. Uh, and if you're starting to see them, first thing you need to do is call Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control at 210-656-3721. Uh, Spider-Man is an expert at getting rid of these little boogers, and he can help you uh, to get rid of them, too. Um, Sometimes we th- think that they're uh, termites they're not. That's always good to have Spider-Man. Yeah, professional. Staff yeah, absolutely. Say, But when you, when you see a termite, a termite swarming, it's you know, too late. Oh, they're already eating your house down. Okay, well, call them anyway, <laughs> just in case. Maybe. Well, I mean, you got to get rid of them. Yeah, and repair the damage. Well, and some and sometimes it's uh, fire or? ants or cut ants. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All kinds of them swarm. Or you can be preventative and just call them, so you don't have to worry about it. Spider-Man, termite, and pest control. They'll come over and do an inspection and see there what you, you got. There you go. That's two one zero. Safest way to do it. Two one zero six five six thirty seven twenty one. 210-656-3721 or go spidermanpest.com go spidermanpest.com yeah okay, <laughs> okay. yeah but I always tell a story about my mother and we had a rental house and uh, the termites were swarming on the, on the back porch I mean by the thousands oh, yeah. if not millions and she, I said mother that's that's termites. And she said, yeah, they do that every year. Yeah. 
<laughs> and she wondered why the floor, you walk across the floor and it would kind of gave a little shave, shake and give a little. Janice is on the line at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Hi, Janice. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Pretty good. First of good. all, I'm in line at Bill Miller to get some tea, so oh, I have to stop. I love that tea. <laughs> well, I was calling to ask about oak leaf hydrangeas. I love the whole hydrangea plant. But I understand that trying to plant one of the the regular kind in the ground here won't work that well because of the, I guess, the soil and the moisture and the heat. And the heat. Yeah, well, I don't even care about the alkaline soil. It just makes it, what, blue? No. But uh, (laughs) Uh, the plant's got to be healthy and in an alkaline soil. But uh, they're real chlorotic. The leaves turn. Right. Turn yellow. Well, how about oak leaf hydrangea? Yeah, they're they're a little bit better, but uh, you're still gonna put them in uh, put them in partial shade. Yeah. Uh, what about total shade? Uh, I guess they'd do all right in total total shade, but uh, they'd do better in morning sun, afternoon shade. Okay. But uh, uh, and also amend the soil with a. Uh, Sphagnum peat before you plant it. Okay. All right. Well, that's all I wanted to know. And I was going to compliment you, Jerry, on that organic gardening tip. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Does he know he made pooping it? Pooping in the bucket. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pooping in the bucket. <laughs> there. Nobody appreciates <laughs> and, my, and no. planting seeds. Boy, there you would have made Bob Webster proud. <laughs> there you go. That's a good way to plant the seed. And the seed doesn't have a coating on it or anything. <laughs> Jerry will be giving classes soon on how to do that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Maybe we Thanks, can let guys. David Rodriguez I'm, do a I'm show. Sure, I'm sure they good. love you there at the restaurant <laughs> talking about the poop in the bucket. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Bye-bye. That's funny. All right. Bye-bye. 210-308-8867. Yeah. Look at that beautiful uh, white rose. Where, where, where? Oh. See it? It is nice. It was in the sun a while ago. Very cool. And I saw some why, yellow roses. Why don't a lot of people. Oh. What? The, the, the uh, Banksia ro- Lady Banks roses are blooming around, yeah. too, now. My yellow, my yellow ones are blooming up a storm, though. I was wondering what their yellow was here. I saw a cart go by. Is that going to be Grandma's yellow? No. Oh. It's not. Okay. (laughs) Uh, But uh, most people have real troubles with white roses. Oh. Because they get thrips on them. And they turn yellow and drop the blooms. And I mean, you can see the damage on a white rose. Uh, oh, the ha- it's not as hidden as well as the, no, as the reds. Okay. okay. Do you want me to get the weather for us? See when it's going to rain? Oh, my goodness. I saw the weather forecast last night. There was, uh-huh. there was no a, rain this week. Well, there was a... Uh, Uh-oh. There was a, uh, we hope it'll rain. <laughs> I thought that was the strangest thing. It wasn't. <laughs> They didn't say we hope, but they're, they they were speculating that there was some fantasy chance. <laughs> yeah, they said there's a a low coming in, maybe Monday. And I see fifty yeah. percent chance of showers Monday night. Monday and Tuesday, 
and it it had an area circled most of it north of San Antonio, uh, but uh, that is due to get heavy rain, maybe up up to two tenths of an inch. We're talking about. I mean, just get your canoes ready, buddy. Oh man, that yeah, two tenths is coming. The rain we had Tuesday night was a little disappointing. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, my my good buddy Dennis always uh, cheers me up with the yeah uh, with the rain reports with the rain reports yeah with and all the, all these charts and everything and then the grand total is point <laughs> two three inches <laughs> yeah or point oh two three yeah <laughs> oh point in March we need a drum roll Milton. Oh, we need a drum roll, Al. Do you uh, have a drum roll? Hang that's on, a give, nice, give a chance. Nice-looking German Shepherd. Point three two inches. Point in three month. two. And I have noticed something in my landscape. That's not even a third <laughs> of an inch. Yeah, right. Uh, I have noticed something in my landscape. What have you noticed? Uh oh. That he has some thunder. You hear yep. that thunder and lightning on the. Oh, I thought that. I think that may be your drum roll. <laughs> Is that a drum roll? Yeah. Okay. But anyway, I have noticed that the plants that froze back and are coming up from the ground, you know, re-sprouting, re-sprout better if they have moisture. Oh. Isn't that something? That is amazing. Because I watered some on one side of the driveway that were coming back. Is my uh, it's my John Fannick flocks, and uh, I didn't water the ones on the other side of the driveway because the holes won't reach over there. Oh, and they did not. They hadn't come up yet. Huh. I don't know if they've died or whether they're just not growing. So, uh, and he, Calvin uh, has a picture in his in the article today. Uh, I hope John Thomas doesn't call us on this. Says because of lack of rain, the blue bonnet show this year is less than spectacular. That's a good way to put it. Less than spectacular. Now the good news is, <laughs> north of here has gotten more rain, hmm. and uh, Jeremy was going to uh, a Waco the other day to to put on a, a, a show up there and uh he said the blue bonnets are everywhere is that right pretty too yeah we need good blue bonnet reports in san antonio and in south texas yeah not in san antonio and i've seen some people post stuff online little patches but small compared yeah it was uh the plants are small and the patches are small yeah it sure matches that that rainfall yeah, around around us, if you get if they got a decent rainfall, the yeah. show, the show is much better. It wasn't spectacular, but I don't know how I describe it. It was like um, less than spectacular, I guess. But we <laughs> ap- we appreciate whatever's there, right, Milton? Yep, and they do, you do see them on the highway now. They're on the banks yeah, and stuff. Well, close to the the edge and where the, the little level areas or dips where there's a little bit more extra moisture even your little t- two tenths yeah if it gets uh, troughed i don't by think the even highway. The, i don't think even the sinisa bloomed for two tenths of an inch 
<laughs> it's not worth it, huh? Yeah, they said, ah, forget about this. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to have to help Neil Sperry out again. Oh, good. I know Neil appreciates that. Yeah. So somebody wrote in and said, we are going to put, uh, we are going to be putting in a circular driveway. We have Asian jasmine where part of it will be going. Is it possible to dig it out and transplant it? The jasmine, jasmine. He said, in theory, it should be doable. This is Neil. But I've never seen anyone try it. Really? He hadn't looked at my picture on the web. Uh, uh, you, uh, you would have to unwind the stems enough that you could trim them back to within four to five inches of the grain, ground. By that time, you did all that and tried to dig it with soil intact around the roots. It would be a lot easier just to plant new vigorous plants from the nursery. Now, one of my volunteers told me about a system, and we may, I mentioned it on the show several times. If you've got an established uh, jasmine bed that didn't freeze back, and it's got long, got runners, masses of uh, vines, I guess you'd call it, on top of the ground, and better to have it going where it's close to this uh, driveway, if it's possible that that jasmine has run on the dr onto the driveway, and you can pick it up like a mat. Okay, all you have to do is find a mat of that jasmine and cut it cut it away from the uh, uh, mother plant or the root system, and with you can use hedge shear, hedge clippers or whatever, but leave the mat in place, and then t after you get a mat, of uh, uh, a long mat longer you can possibly get. Put it on the bare spot. Just put it on, put the roots down, method. The the part that you cut off down. Because Asian jasmine, when it runs in a mat like that, especially on the ground or on concrete or cross ties, something like that, it it produces adventitious buds, roots, and uh, they're ready to root without even being planted. So you cut that mat, mat of uh, vine off, lay it flat on the bare area, weight it down, and uh, maybe roll it, or either way, get, try to get good uh, vine contact with the soil, and then keep it watered for about two to three weeks. It'll root. Oh, very cool. All right, we're going to take a break and come back in a moment, 210. 308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 AM, The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Milton Glick along with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons, and we're live here at Millburgers where it is a beautiful day. A few puffy white clouds in the sky, nice bright sun, uh, and folks enjoying hey, themselves. the flags are moving. And they are moving now. Where is that coming out of the... West. Yeah. 
Oh, speaking of blue bonnets, did you see that article in the... Um, I did. How did you find that? A new type of blue bonnet discovered in the Texas Hill Country? Yes. Did you see that, Calvin? <laughs> Look at that blue bonnet. Isn't that pretty? Oh, the one with all the different colors? Yeah. yeah. No, I didn't see that. I the, the rainbow blue bonnet? Man. <laughs> I, I saw your Trace is going to be happy. Reference that's, to it. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's going to be a... Uh, I did a color picture of it. Oh, very good. Trace will be happy there's some burnt orange in there. There you go. And green. Yeah. Beautiful green. And brown. <laughs> yeah, this why didn't we think of this? This was an April Fool's well, story. Yeah. But we'll tell Trace. We'll see if, Do- <laughs> see if he catches on. Dr. Lineberger used to be my webmaster. He was into this kind of. He was a master at uh, oh, working on the internet, yeah. do, doing sites. He did the butterfly deals, my butterfly site, and a lot of lot of things on the internet. But uh, when I first started working with him, he knew about the blue bonnet, the maroon blue bonnet, and so I come in at his office one time and said, "Look what I found." And he had a picture of the most beautiful maroon blue bonnet you ever saw in your life. Now we hadn't we hadn't stabilized that color yet. Oh. So what he had done is taken a blue blue bonnet and uh, you can't believe what you see anymore. Man. Yeah, no, you cannot. <laughs> with, with Photoshop and stuff, yes. So this is a. But it was kind of fun. If you if you want to, sp- it's probably too late to spread it around because it was an <laughs> April Fool's thing yesterday. But, did uh, he say he didn't say it was an April Fool's? Yeah, you? they did. Did they? They said, uh, "Let's see, finding white blue bonnets feels like a lot like finding a four-leaf clover. They stick out amongst the blues. Consequently, many knew uh, where white populations existed." Oh no, this is on. Uh, yeah, Abbott. Where does it say? It says it there. I didn't see it. <laughs> I thought they said it. Yeah, when Abbott, blah blah, blah d- in honor of Greg Grant. I did. I did read over it. And like it's it's got several hints of Greg Grant inputs in it. In the and, article? Yeah, in the article. I think Greg helped him write that article. Oh, maybe so. And I, the reason I know is they oh. men- they mentioned the Verstraetens. Yeah. And they spell Verstraeten right. Oh. Very few people spell spell Who that right. Who is the? Uh, it's Jason Weingart. Right. Yeah. So I just sent you page two. How'd you find it, that? Uh, it just was in my newsfeed. Oh, okay. Everyone knows blue bonnets come in colors besides blue, but horticulturalists, horticulturists were shocked to receive por- reports of a multicolored variety found growing in the hill country. No, we weren't. Experts from Aggie Horticulture verified the wildflower is indeed a variety. It has never been seen before and named it the Rainbow Blue Bonnet. They called A&M? Let's see. So then it says, <laughs> uh, gotcha. This is an April Fool's joke, but while there is no rainbow version, and then it tells about the different whites and pinks yeah, and yeah. maroons and stuff like that. Okay. It doesn't well, give you much credit for the flag. I remember you out there slaving away <laughs> on that flag. Uh, yeah. You don't, you don't want much credit? Well... I did what I set out to do after 38 years, but uh, <laughs> you are a stubborn man. Well, well, uh, my webmaster is going to put that article with the pictures, which are spectacular. The pictures that they got used. Oh, good. On the website, it should be on by tomorrow, hopefully. 
Well, it does at the very end. It does give you uh, credit, I think, for something. Yeah. It says, uh, besides talking about the, yeah, the sources are Dr. Jerry Parsons and Aggie Horticulture. You got a lot of wrong things in there. Oh, dear. Must be Gre- <laughs> Greg must have put uh, them up to this. Well, that, uh, Greg wouldn't have allowed that. Okay. But fi- he's, they say finding a white blue bonnet feels a lot like finding a, a four-leaf clover. They stick out among the, amongst the blues. Consequently, many knew where white populations existed. Wrong, wrong, wrong. Uh, you know, we had, we hunted them, hunted for those. What we wanted, there might be a white blue bonnet every now and then, but we wanted a population that had had uh, stabilized. Okay. Where there were eight or ten, at least eight or ten plants together that had uh, receded. So that means that color stabilized. Now, the funny thing, we did it on newspaper, radio, television, everywhere else. And the funny thing about it is we got some calls, one from a a long-haul truck driver. Really? Yeah. And he said, said, I knew Parsons was lying about that white blue (laughs) bar. So I made it my... Uh, his mission in life mission in life to find some white see some white ones along the highway and it was a good blue bonnet year and he said I looked and looked and looked and couldn't see one I knew he was lying and then he said I pulled in the front gate of my ranch there it was they were at the front gate oh wow he driven people had driven by him uh, forever and never stop to, never stop to re- recognize. That's funny. well. That's kind of that, that experience we had with the ones here at the the nursery. Yeah, too. you got to be pretty close and staring mm. at them before you. Yeah. Notice the white. <laughs> and uh, and uh, they talked about <laughs> they they did some pretty good, pretty good talk, but. Uh, in honor of Greg Grant. Yeah. This is what's the giveaway. Who was brought up in the article. Who was the first to recognize uh, Lou, Lou, uh, the Big Ben Blue Bonnet as a cut flower. That's true. Out here on the Versta Farms, Bear County. Uh, the Bear County Master Gardener work crew is instrumental in stocking seed, which will eventually lead enable acreage of red and maroon blue bonnets. My my, my master guard, my volunteer group is true. They they were they did that. Uh, the red and maroon colors would probably vanish without their effort. Hmm. And I'm sorry they said that because a lot of people will try to come here and gun us down, you know. And uh, it also, they use the name Henry's Red Blue Bond, which is one of the first uh, names that we were going to give the Red Blue Bond, named after Mr. Henry Verstraten, and uh, mainly, and also Henry Verstra. Yeah, and uh, they tell you Henry's Red is in honor of the late, you know, they're late, Mr. Miller. 
I know. Which Mr. Henry well, Verstraten. And which newspaper was they it? They spelled Verstraten right. TexasHillCountry.com. No. <laughs> Who grew and ensured the seed increase of uh, each lupinous Texensis color variant in his small retirement garden. That's very true. But anyway, yeah. there's a few things that's out of track. So of you'll see it when you go to TexasHillCountry.com. Um, uh, well, you, uh, it'll also be on PlantAnswers.com. Oh, okay. That's right. Yeah, you said you are going to link up to the article. Yeah. But both, make sure you get part one in there. There's two parts. I actually just sent you page two. Well, I didn't get it page one. So I no, so I, I just copied the link, but apparently I had already moved to page two, <laughs> which is... Real good, Milton. Yeah, so you're, you may have to do a little work to... Uh, okay. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. But that's your Blue Bonnet Report. If you have a Blue Bonnet Report, if you're seeing the uh, now famous Rainbow Blue Bonnets, you can call <laughs> us at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Uh, well, here comes Trace. We can ask him. You, uh, Hey, Trace... Are you guys carrying this new uh, rainbow blue bonnet? I don't know if you saw this. It came out yesterday in the uh, Texas Hill Country magazine. No. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's asked you about it? No, but that sure looks like orange in there. It sure does, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that's either orange or, or dead. Orange. No, I'm sure it's, it's orange. It's in the middle, so it's orange. Yeah, so... Yeah, it was an April Fool, so. No, I'm sure. You figured that out? Okay. Oh, right. Long before you said anything. Oh, man. Okay. Yeah, we were just talking about it. The article is interesting, though. Uh, Jerry was kind of talking about it. As I sp- mentioned, Jerry killed all of the uh, UT orange. No. <laughs> it was done with an Aggie slant, so they didn't even get into that. <laughs> a bias. Yeah. Apparently, the media is uh, biased toward Aggies. <laughs> interesting yeah it is interesting <laughs> okay so we're supposed to ask you about orchid trees uh so i have anacacho oh okay which what is that it? that is uh that's the native that tomato actually, yeah actually i mean lives here okay the tomato what <laughs> no it's a it's a tree it's kind of a yeah is that what sylvia was talking about do you remember no oh what is she wanted hong kong hong kong orchid so that tree. one's tropical yeah. So it's not a matter of if it freezes dead, it's when is it going to freeze yeah. dead. Yeah. Now, sometimes they come back from the root, but there yeah. used to be some beautiful ones down on the river walk. Yeah. But that's its own little microclimate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one year they bloomed <laughs> real pretty. And uh, Tracy Lehman, uh, the writer for the, who wrote for the paper, told me I should go out and take some pictures. And so I went out there and and talked to the owners of the, of it, and uh, they said this is the first time in 40 years that it's bloomed. Interesting. And uh, <laughs> the uh, it was pretty, and big purple uh, blooms on it. Years thing. ago, we used to import those from California. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And it climbed to the top of that tree, yeah, a big tree. Oh, yeah. And then, then mm. Cold would do a number on them. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, we're supposed to ask you for Marty wants to know about uh, Ruby Crush, if we have any or any coming in. But <laughs> I guess I guess we're sold out. Uh, all right. So the, 
The only tomato we got from the the, the normally most reputable vegetable supplier was uh, Dwarf Cherry Surprise. Yeah, the 968. David mentioned that too. Okay. David so, and Calvin. Uh, this next go round, assuming I get what I asked for, there was only five varieties available, and that wasn't one of them. And that what was not one. It was one of them. Okay. Okay. So off top well, we're kind of near the tycoon, end of tomato. Yeah, there's Tycoon Celebrity and um, this year's Rodeo Tomato were the biggest of the of the quantities. Now I got our STM twenty twenty two fifty five. I think. Yeah. Okay. Well, what else is going on, Trace? Well, it's a wonderful day. Isn't it pretty? Yep. It's actually there is a little breeze. Uh, actually, I keep switching from west to north. Uh, and it feels nice, and there's lots of folks out here out doing shopping, lots of great things to choose from. Still plenty of parking. Yeah, still plenty of parking, not an issue. Uh, lots of people buying grass. Oh, my gosh. That's that's normal. <laughs> yeah, is that normal for <laughs> yeah. spring? Yeah. It's not uncommon on a Saturday to get in 10 truckloads of grass that we either need to redistribute or that it uh, gets picked up by the consumer. Hmm. Now, does that mean... So what happens on Sundays? If I didn't buy grass today, am I too late? So if there's anything left over, then it's out for sale on Sunday. Or any grass that didn't get picked up oh, okay. by somebody, we would put out for sale on so, Sunday. Seven dust is still available as carbaryl. I'm sorry? The ingredient, are we talking about the ingredient or just the product? Because they changed what's in it. The, the product he had was labeled seven. It was a hose-in sprayer. So that's, not, that's not what you're used to. That's bifenthrin. Oh, is that the it's, it's not. The, the only one that is still what it used to be is the dust and maybe a 24-ounce ready to use. It was, la- it was labeled for uh, peaches and, I mean, for uh, fruit trees and. Yep. Uh, it's bifenthrin. Okay, Which so is also a good chemical, but it's no longer uh, for chewing bugs like carbaryl. It's going to be for you hit him, you kill him, you don't hit him, you don't kill him kind of bugs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So I, I used to love carbaryl when they, when they had DDT mixed in with it. That did work. Okay, well, you're going back in the past. So. <laughs> All right, so let's see. We were talking about the uh, kind of the... the Laced with chloridane. I bet you he remembers that. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, 210-308-8867. <laughs> what else, Trace? What else is going on? Is that a double mandevilla right there? Right there at the end of the tomato? At the end cap? It could be. Uh, my eyes aren't that wonderful anymore. It looks like a double. But that's a, that's a pretty... That's a, that's a good plant, mandevita, alamanda. I saw some alamandas over there, yep, too. Yeah, we got alamandas. So we start bringing in the tropical stuff out of Florida because they always have, yeah. it, they have it ready year-round, but um, <laughs> local growing operations can't Is alamanda yellow, summer. all yellow? Uh, yeah, but there's a dwarf, and then there's a not dwarf. Yeah. Uh, we got the dwarfs. Okay, good. So act more like a that's bush. Great. Easier to grow it in a pot. That way you can move it in and out for cold. Yeah. I wonder if you could it's put the pot Anderson. up next to the fence or chain link fence and it would. I had a mandevilla on my mailbox for <laughs> three years. The thing, the thing would grow so fast 
the mailman would have to break the vines every day. <laughs> so he was wow. cur- cursing me for three years. Uh. And then we finally got a real cold and it, it was gone. Uh, but they weren't a dwarf, was it? No, man, not Almanda. Was a, this was a Mandavilla, Alice Dupont. Oh, Mandavilla, okay. But I, I could not believe how fast that would grow. <laughs> it would, they can put on a couple feet in a day when it's hot. Yeah, the I- interesting thing in Mexico, they're almost to the point of invasive. You know, they grow. I could see that. They grow on sides of banks and everything else. They're pretty when they bloom. And Calvin bought some begonias, so we obviously we have a lot of begonias. He bought some Osmocote too. Oh, he did he? Pretty sure. Yeah, I had to get a had to get a loan on my mortgage. <laughs> and I see, uh, I, see, I see you got impatience for sale, uh, but uh, they've been people have been buying impatience big time for the last two weekends. Yes, they have. Uh, uh, free blooming plants and shades of pink, white, orange, mixed, and others. Excellent for shady flower beds or planted in containers on covered areas. That's true. Four-inch pot regularly $1.59 on sale for $0.98. Cent. As, all, as are all the petunias. Four-inch mm-hmm. pot. You've uh, you've gone uh, exclusively with the four and four and a half inch pots, right? Oh, there's quartz, and that's good. Mm, we got quartz, um, and then we use the super packs as fill-in. So if for some reason we can't get impatience one week, we'll use the super pack impatience. No, oh, okay. If we can't get zinnias, then we'll use a super pack zinnia. Okay. And there are a few begonias out there. Quite a few. Wax leaves, yeah. Yep. Hey, let's take a quick break while we do. Give us a call, 210-308-8867. We'll talk to you about gardening right after this on 930 AM, The Answer. Welcome back to Moberger's Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Uh, real quick, while the guys are answering a question off the air, I'm going to tell you about Second Nature Compost Soil and Mulch. Uh, look under look online at txcompost.com, and you'll find them. They're over on Nelson Road, and I, I got, got in a conversation with them yesterday, and they have said things have been so busy. They're, they're so grateful for our listeners that have come in and, uh, and participated and bought stuff from them as well. Uh, so our listeners are going over and liking them. Uh, they can either have it delivered or you can uh, have it uh, go pick it up by the yard as well. There's even a project planner at texascompost.com, txcompost.com, where you can just figure out how much you're going to need and stuff like that. Uh, so they're they're absolutely doing great. And on your first purchase, if you mention you heard it on the answer, they'll give you 15% off. So uh, that's a good deal, too. So uh, check them out, txcompost.com, txcompost.com. Or you can call them right open Monday through Friday, uh, 210-960-6440, 210-960-6440, or again online at txcompost.com. They're over there on Nelson Road by the Nelson Road Brush Pickup Site. All right, 210-308-8867 is our number, 210-308-8867, and toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. 
Do we need to talk with Mark? Did you have anything you want to discuss while we got it? We got a little break in the action. Uh, no, we're just holding a private conversation over here. Oh, I'm sorry. We had it all over the air. Is that a problem? No, we did not. Uh, well, what's going on, Mark? Always good to see you. Did you see this thing, this exciting thing about this multicolored blue bonnet? Oh, no. Here we yeah, go again. It's, 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 uh, I was fascinated by it. Well, it? Look at that picture. That's beautiful, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, and, and, and uh, Trace Wright, there's some orange in there. Uh-huh. Yeah. This is wonderful. Right. Finally. Finally. Okay. I, I didn't see any maize and blue in there. Nobody's. Or, or green and white. No, there's green. That's yeah, it's a green, green and white, I guess. Uh, yeah, nobody's buying it. Are you paying attention Okay. Yeah. What's going on, Mark Peterson? Oh, I heard my name earlier in the day. Uh, so, uh, oh, uh, in regards to our, our exchange of emails. Yeah. And, uh, yes, it's not well understood. It's either it, the name is Slime Fucks or uh. Wetwood. And uh, somehow, they don't know, the prevalent theory is some kind of stress on the tree okay. forces the, this uh, bacteria within inside of the tree to all of a sudden start producing a lot of carbon dioxide and methane, as our English brethren would say. Oh, okay, methane? Yeah. And if you, you kind of pretend you don't see it in, yeah. in, two, in three, three weeks or so, it'll be gone anyway. So. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, they used to put... Um, pipes in, and they found that really didn't. It was very detrimental. Yeah, it didn't do any a, good, and it was very detrimental. I was like, as Calvin said, three weeks and it goes away. And the okay. uh, butterflies and so the, the stress, bees and everything. Yeah. Love it. So, so I stress guess it, could have been drought. Stress could have been freezing temperatures. Uh, well, I would I, without saying it on an official saws email. I was like hinting this was like go outside and put a sucker hose around the tree. Oh, okay. And put some a sucker hose and, oh, okay. and, and, and on your day, of course, uh, of course, on your day, and and give it a nice hour, hour and a half soaking. Okay, we were trying to remember what it's been a while since I didn't hear we, you say we, that. No we, one else we've did. seen a lot of that, but well, what, what, what cedar elm was one? Yeah, so, so cedar elm. Yeah, you were on the right track. Cedar elm ashes are notorious Ash, for okay. it. Uh, red oaks uh, also, because um, I think Milton thought it was a red oak initially, but I think the experts looked at the tree. And but that, no, uh, that's you, you that's saw the tree, right? Do you think that was a, an elm? Do you remember the tree, what it looked like? Yeah, it looked like a, a red oak, actually. The upper oh, part. that's what I was wondering. Okay. okay. That's what um, I thought. And then you wanted to prune some of it. And just remember, a tree's health depends on the amount of food it gets. Right. Where does the food where is the food produced? Leaves. And the leaves. Yeah. So it's counterintuitive to remove the branches and everything. But I understand it's like maybe you do one or two. We didn't have a choice on that. Well, um, it was too close to the house? It was too close to wires. It was wrapped up in wires. and They, oh. they came and they did a very quick job, oh. which maybe means they didn't really think it through. I would so, have rather had them take bigger Less cuts, but bigger ones. Yeah. So, like, bigger branches. And then. It's funny. Uh, yeah, it looks lopsided. The poor little guy looks... Oh. But, but that's not a problem. People think it's going to fall over because of that. Yeah. No, it's the roots. Always look at the roots. If the roots are good, or the base of the tree is, is strong and flaring, not a problem. It could be as lopsided as you want. Now, I did see that... Remember I showed you the pictures of trees that had been cut during the uh, brush pickup days, 
I'll, I'll show it, it, it was maybe it was like burned in my memory, and I wanted to forget about you it. You may want to forget about yeah, it because you yeah, said, no, that's, that's not good. No. But, yeah, where they cut basically everything off. Uh, I'll show you the picture. And there's one that's coming back. Yeah, we don't want to get aggressive. Um, this was pretty current aggressive. violence on this radio station. Oh, okay. So, uh, you sure? Yeah. Okay, mm. yeah, this was... This Tar was the, this feathering. was the example. Yeah. Oh, oh. I'm I sorry. can't see anything now. <laughs> <laughs> I blinded him with this picture. Yeah. Uh, really severe, a severe topping. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's one that's down the street that they must have also done. That's just got. This has some new branches coming out, but this this one I don't think is nothing's happening with it. Well, who who did that? Was it? Contract? I don't know. I think. You know, when, when no. it's brush pickup time, everybody's in your oh. neighborhood. Well, I think uh, the owner and the doer are equally to blame. Yeah. So, okay. Anyway. All right. Anyway, anyway, I just want to compliment you. Were, you were earlier today. You were in rare form. You were kind of funny. You had puns. Oh, was and, I? Yeah. Oh, okay. You were very Sorry funny. I brought it down a little bit. I laughed. I you laughed. laughed? Okay. I laughed. I cried. So what did you laugh me. at? What, what, so what, now what, is he? I don't remember. Okay. I just remember laughing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> laughing well, in my good. car. I'm glad I made you laugh. That's that's my job here. All right. Well, what's happening? Um, has the saw stuff has started, right? Has the yes, yeah, so all our coupons, um, yeah. as well as our rebates. Uh, we did have a slight setback. Oh no. Here we had our outdoor living, which is going to be from a coupon to a rebate uh, we had a little some um, some glitches and so we're, we're moving that to June 1st as an introduction. okay so, so as a beginning on that so so everyone just keep it if you want to put in a patio or deck just wait a little bit longer is that all all that information in the website well I kind of like took it off the web page oh well, so, so, so but but when we get it? to it we'll announce it and everything. So it won't be retroactive. So, people, if you are building a patio or a deck right now, sorry. Or would you like to say, yay, good, good job. Good job, pat on the back. Yeah. Hey, so how close are we, or maybe we we don't have to bring it up if we don't want to. How close are we to stage two? Uh, so uh, I've yet to create a little square. that you know, I encourage everybody to have a date, uh, a dollar a date, pick the date. Oh, really? We're doing a poll now? We're doing a... Uh, We're doing you, a little, what, do you, what do you call all that? All the money will go to the Mark Peterson Retirement Fund. We're fun. doing a yeah, pool yeah. now of the... No, actually, uh, somewhere in the middle of April, probably. You think uh, so somewhere unless, between, unless something happens with the rain? Right. Because uh, we're, we're going to get a whole bunch of rain on Monday and Tuesday, right? Uh, just Monday. 50% <laughs> chance of showers. It doesn't even tell me on the, <laughs> the government site what... Uh, what but but in all likelihood, we're we're near it. Uh, it is a ten day rolling average, and uh, we're not even near the uh, date. We're we're three feet above oh, six fifty, so okay. it will be a while, probably somewhere in the in middle of April. And the biggest difference is uh, it's amount of time. The, the amount of time. Yeah. That that window. The window is now eight hours. It's seven to do, seven to eleven, and seven to eleven. Okay. A.M. and P.M. That's now, though, right? Oh, no, 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 uh, no, okay. no. We're 12 to 11. Oh, okay. And 7 to essentially 12, 11.59. Okay. Okay, so not a huge difference. No. Just requires. Well, it's actually 50% less. Oh, okay. 16 but hours versus 
eight hours. But if you're, you know, diligent, and yeah, you can still make it work. Right. It, 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 it hits commercial oh. accounts more than anything else. Okay. Residential is not not a problem. That's that's all I was thinking about. Uh, I didn't think of that. It's commercial uh, yeah, because they will have more uh, zones to go through the window. They they are always in more of a problem. No, that makes sense. Oh, but we are willing to help. Okay. Mark and Chad and Sarah and Sasha and Marty, we're all here to help. Okay. How do y'all help? We can we can help them uh, organize a uh, a schedule which will fit into the window. Oh, good. Uh, we also have rebates on new new special toys and controllers and things like that they can they can use. <gasps> I hear music. Oh no, I'm trying to. Oh, I, is I, that I, you? Yeah. <laughs> are you are you going? Is one ear suddenly <laughs> going can't. dark? And then yeah. <laughs> uh, we're gonna do a little Pink Floyd here for everyone. <laughs> That's right. We're hey, going, tell, tell David. Uh, tell David. I li- uh, oh, by the way, yeah. what? What's his name? I can't ever say his last name. That's all. My, my guy? No. Oh, is this the person that wrote the article for the... The uh, Citrus article. Oh, Mr. Uh, yes, it is, because you, we always tend to put the accent on the last syllable. <laughs> wrong syllable. Uh, David Abrego. There you go, Abrego. He's worked at Peterson Nursery, and he's worked at the Botanical Garden. Yeah. Now he's working for Sauce. Sauce. Yes, he's my... He, he's well-trained. Yeah, and he writes some great stuff. Uh, yeah. But it's a little... Little meshes more with the uh, other great uh, Latino authors of the Americas. It's, it's a little bit more dreamy and myth. And so. Oh, my goodness. I love mm-hmm. it. I love it. Okay. Vargas and Yargas and... I forget all the names. Yeah, oh, okay. People correct me. They will. <laughs> but he, he yes. He's so we, we, he and I discuss different plants and yeah. trees all the time. He's certified arborist as well. Yeah, he's good. Then let's see. Um, when I, the, I, when no, it, oh, I wanted to know. When is the I, plant giveaway? Uh, it will be in the future, <laughs> sir. You'll be in you'll the be, future. You'll be the I first one to tell. Fall. You'll be first to notify. He said in the fall. Didn't he, you? He still remembers. Didn't he say he's that? Yeah, you should have memory. never said anything. Is <laughs> in the future. <laughs> I remember on his deathbed, okay. Mark. You <laughs> promised. Uh, <laughs> I, will, I will have a little six inch or four inch, four and a half inch there for him. Okay. Um, so the advertisement. Yeah. That you've been doing. Yeah. Talking I, about I, I David Rodriguez. Yeah. So it's next week. No, it, no, no. We. It just, was today. Yeah, it was today. today. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, David. David. I thought so. I just thought I was in some kind of time warp. No, no, no. Uh, it, was, it was today. All right. But the sale items are still good. Yes. More importantly, the sale yeah. items. All right. What else do we have in, in problem with Neil? I heard your other earlier one with AJ Jasmine. There, there was something I was, else. I was going to help him. There I've was got to help him. Yeah, I know. There was there was something else that I read this well, morning. Let's see. I haven't. Uh, oh yeah, he he talks about. Got a question there. It says, I have a blue point juniper. Oh, yes. That that, that's one of my favorites. Half of its top. I just It just turned coppery vi- uh, brown. What caused that, and how can I keep it from spreading? No, he did, it sounds like yeah. you need to kiss it goodbye. Yes. In this case, I will say it. Kiss it goodbye? <laughs> yeah. 
Well, you always blame me. You always tell Milton that I say kiss a goodbye, and I'm not, and I didn't say uh, it. He uh, says not. everyone says it, besides uh. the, except the person who actually <laughs> said it. The other, the other thing Neil also forgot was uh, it probably was weakened by freezes. Last year and this year. Yeah, didn't mention that. Yeah. He was, he was blaming it on the disease. Yeah, and then it probably was. It probably was. It's, it's like the Italian cypress that are dying all over town. Yeah, sadly, um, fungicides don't help much. By the time you might apply them, the plant has been badly disfigured. Oakland Hollies yeah, are he, probably he loves the best Oakland replacement. Hollies. I think he has, like, some kind of um, monetary interest in Oakland Holly. Is Hollies. that right? I don't know. Everything. Oakland Holly. Oakland Holly. <laughs> Oakland Holly. But, oh, yeah, here's, one, here's a good one. said, uh, we, want, we want to build a patio with concrete. Oh, yeah, you already talked about that. Pavers beneath the live oak. Well, they hurt the trees. Oh, right? no, you didn't talk about that one. <laughs> uh, yeah, don't mortar it in. It, it, will it hurt the trees? Yes. Can you can the trees survive it? Yes, they can by doing it correctly. Just the way he said it. A little sandy base. Yeah. And then the pavers do not mortar them. Use um, um, decomposed granite or some other yeah so light like material. That put a paver. The pavers will need to be placed in a bed of packed brick sand. It's un- unwashed sand. But sand, sand. Allows, but sand allows free flow of water and air to the root system. The pavers will, too, through the cracks. But yeah. not mortaring the uh, pavers in place, you'll be able to lift and reset them if needed to be when the roots grow larger and push their way out of the soil. That's a great segue. Oh, good. In late May. We'll have articles on this in preparation for our outdoor living uh-huh. rebate, which is in June. Thank, thank you, Jerry. Yeah, it's in June first. <laughs> all right, I got. I, I I don't want to take up all your time, but I do have That's this okay. one thing for Calvin um, at the T, TNLA meeting on Wednesday night. We had a, a speaker say, "What's new for 2022?" One of the uh, one of the new plants was. A, a new profusion zinnia. What's that? Uh, bigger and better. Okay. I, I, I don't know the name. It's in the car. Color? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, well, the color he had on the uh, fu- uh, on the uh, slide was red or maroon or huh. a deep crimson red. Yeah. Yeah, they're not. They're, they're okay, and the and the butterflies like them. They're not my favorite though. Yeah. But this sounded like it was worth uh, exploring. It, it was, yeah, it, it bigger and earlier and uh-huh. everything. It was all like, and I thought of you. Yeah, because uh, when you think Sinyas, you think Calvin. Think Calvin. Yeah. Yep, it's true. Yeah. Snapdragons are finally <laughs> doing some uh, foliage <laughs> just in time for the summer to <laughs> wipe them out. Yeah, it's just like, okay, thanks, goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, sir. Well, thank you. Uh, and uh, yeah, yes, you're always welcome. As the the great Ned Stark on Games of Thrones said, "Yeah." To paraphrase him, "Winter is coming. Drought is coming. Oh, drought is coming. Oh dear. Okay. These two guys got their own language there. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think Calvin is a Game of Thrones. Uh, <laughs> no aficionado. All right, we'll take a break and be back in a moment. Give us a call. Tell us what's going on in your gardening world. 
210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More after this on Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. You heard Jerry talk about his positive experience with the tree hugger sprinkler. Millburgers now carries the tree hugger sprinkler, and what it does is, and, and Mark was even talking about not that item, but the, the importance of being efficient uh, because the you know the window is, is get closing. So you want to you want to keep it efficient. You want to water well, but you want to be able not with as little waste as possible. And that's what the tree hugger sprinkler allows you to do. So what it is, it's a it's a regular old sprinkler, plastic sprinkler, except the difference is it opens up. So you can wrap it around the bark of the tree, and then you can control the flow. Jerry uh, uh, and Jeremy did that, <laughs> so it can it can go uh, you know an inch out, so it's doing the uh, the ball, or it can go uh, further out, so it's doing the um, uh, the drip line. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so you're really just watering where you want to water. Uh, and I encourage you to check it out. It's at treehuggersprinklers.com. Millburgers carries them, and there are three different sizes. So I got to work on getting Jerry. A little bigger size. It's got the seven inch, the eleven inch, and the fifteen inch. I'm happy with what I got. Okay, all right. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, the winner of the Pinnacle Award for uh, best new product uh, at the National Hardware Show, and it really is cool once you see it. I, and I did really ask him about that thing. I was thinking, uh, maybe what could, what could you put in there? <laughs> I, I bet he's supposed to do something. It's a nice hole, nice big hole. Yeah, and the water goes right under it. Yeah. So we'll have to. You and I will experiment with that. But uh, yeah. <laughs> they, so check it out. And Millburgers Millburgers carries them. I'm not sure if they're the only one that carries them in town right now, but uh, I know they're the one of the one, one of the few so far. But it's growing. I hate uh, to mention this, but what's that? But you, you know, you turn it on at very very low rate. Right. Uh, almost like your faucet is leaking. Oh, okay. And so. If you put out put it out there at night, people can't hardly tell that it's running. <laughs> what? Nothing. I don't. Uh, the opinions of the hosts are purely their <laughs> own. I don't know where you're leading with this, but I'm scared. I know my opinions are right. Uh-huh. I didn't say they were right. <laughs> do that on your watering day. Yeah, there you uh, go. On your watering day, yeah, the winter of or at tree, night. A tree hugger sprinkler. Well, the, your watering day can have night in it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so there you go. And you just, if you want to be, follow the rules, but who wants, to, that's not any fun. Everybody wants to follow the rules. Oh, <laughs> okay. Tree hugger sprinklers. Check them out here at <laughs> Millburgers when you come by. Uh, ask for them by name because uh, Traces work with the people to get them in. So uh, they'll have them. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Yes, uh, yes, sir. What else? Yeah, Calvin, Would you like to criticize Neil some more or anybody? <laughs> Calvin, I got, I got a question in uh, with pictures, nice pictures. Uh, and there's a picture. I, I, my printer, I was printing it printing Oh, man, out. you're using a lot of gray. Yeah. There's a lot of ink that went into that. There you go. But something's wrong with a knockout roses. Oh, I remember oh. that. Yeah. See that? You can tell by that little piece of stem. Yeah. At the top. So it was leafing out a little, wasn't it? No. Oh, it wasn't well, leafing out? Well, that, that's the leaf. 
Well, what you're you, saying. Jer uh, well, Jerry was faced with the question, is this disease or is it uh, pesticide? Yeah. Yeah. Herbicide. Janet Reich said this knockout rose is two years old. Last spring, it just came out fine. The pictures show how it looks this spring. The leaves won't grow or develop. Oh, so it gets leaves and they just stop? Yeah. Or they die? They're, they have, a, what we call it? Uh, Miniaturized. Uh, uh, deformed. Oh. Growth. In other words, uh, curled and almost looks like a thrip. It looks like thrip damage. Mm. What can I do to get this rose bush healthy again? And so, being the kind and gentle person that I am. Yeah, you basically said kiss it goodbye. <laughs> I didn't say that, man. Oh, okay. <laughs> basically, that looks like herbicide. Some type of herbicide, probably Roundup, damage. My experience has been that the roses will never grow out of this damage. And should be removed. In other words, kiss it goodbye. No, you didn't say that. You were nice to me. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Did I send you a copy of that? Yeah. You can plant it in the same location. Just be careful using weed killers around all roses. For killing grass amongst the roses, you can safely use kills, kills grasses only products such as Grass Be Gone, Fusilade, I put over the top, but I think Trace said that's no longer available, or unless it's by a different name. No. Pope. And then I wanted to assure her that it was not Rose Rosette, uh, and I pointed her to an article on uh, plantanswers.com, which has pictures of that uh, Rose Rosette in, in Dallas and Fort Worth. And also, uh, and I also put in there, thinking that it was her husband that did this, I said, please have the person who caused this problem call our radio show this weekend and receive the public humiliation deserved for causing this ca catastrophic, mm. I had to ask Jeremy how to spell catastrophic. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think she knew it was you were joking about her husband. <laughs> I didn't say it was her husband. I know. I said <laughs> So And she writes back. <laughs> said uh uh thank you so much for the information. My husband and I have been so puzzled as to what's wrong with the rose bush. We will look to replace it and make sure the yard man yeah. The yard man never uses weed kill around the rose bushes. Blessings. Bless me, Milton. Well, so can you use it not around the rose, but it still make its way to the rose? No. Oh. Once well, it, you once can, it, it can, if it's uh, round up, it could get blown that way. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Yeah. How much does it take to... Well, that that there's a, there's a lot of questions there that... I think what Jerry's bringing that up would mo most people would uh, say have to sit down and say, "Let me think 
where it could have got exposed to. Yeah, and, that's what I was trying yeah. to think is. And uh, we well we've we've both seen uh, Roundup get uh, blown in a direction. Yeah, yeah. drifts. Yeah. We've, we've had I mean we've had callers that swear, and it'll this yeah. it, this time it will be the couple. You know, my husband swears he did not use Roundup. We've never used Roundup. We don't like Roundup. And then, you know, and then, but it's pretty clear. Are there other products you could, you could use that might cause it? What about your weed and feed or anything like that? Yeah. A weed and feed might cause that yeah, too? Okay. Hmm. It's a, and so I wrote her back. She uh, <laughs> sounded like uh, she didn't know if anybody sprayed it out. Or if that was the answer. Yeah. Uh. And so I wrote her back. I said, you can be assured that somebody did yeah. use a herbicide on or around your roses. Maybe they had used herbicide somewhere else. Oh, okay. That sounds like what I was asking. did not clean the sprayer properly before oh. using it to spray your roses. That's a possibility. Yeah. I knew somebody that did that. That may explain... Who did that on TV? Can you imagine that? Oh, oops. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Steve, my, Steve Brown said it was bad horticulture and great TV. Great TV. <laughs> that may explain uh, why the I wonder which Steve was, would rather have had. <laughs> Probably the great TV. Anyway, I said that may explain why the rose bushes were so badly damaged from the top to the bottom. A spray drift would have been localized to certain parts of the plant. Oh. Like uh, Dr. Larry Stein used to uh, be the weed control person in our greenhouse. And uh, inevitably, he was spraying around the edges of the of the greenhouse to get the weeds in the edges. And uh, inevitably, he would get some drift... Even though he tried to uh, use it on a calm day, but he, inevitably he would get some drift on the roses that would cause that Oh, damage. wow. And it, they would never grow out of it. I mean, we had Grandma's Yellow and Ooh, all, no. all the types out there. Our and roses, they would never grow out of it. I'm just curious to try it. I'm thinking like a detective here. So are roses particularly susceptible to this or... Would she have what? noticed stuff on, uh, if there was drift, she might have noticed on another plants. You could have noticed it, but, yeah. but roses are. Roses are really are. are the, the problem is they won't grow out of it. Now, yeah. if you spray it on, get drift on tomatoes and peppers and things like that, it kill the plant. Oh. It doesn't, doesn't show up in the foliage. Yeah, that's probably what kills the plants. confuses her, yeah, because it. It looked like it was trying, <laughs> you know. But I, I never, I hadn't realized that I didn't have a picture of this kind of damage oh, on PlantAnswers.com. And now you do. So I sent it over to my webmaster, and uh, he's probably putting it on there now, and I'll probably put a link to the uh, topics of the month on there. Oh, okay. Hey, so I have another tree identification question. Uh-oh. So we've got these big, tall trees. Uh, up and down the street, they were used uh, for decoration, I'm sure, and because they're, they're all in a row, and they've all got just white, looks like like red bud, but with white all over it, and they're bigger leaves. 
I'll have to take a picture if that doesn't immediately. So they're real tall. They're about as tall maybe as that, whatever that is, the hug me tree. Uh, big bushy. And it looks like they almost have flowers on them uh, rather than um, leaves. Rather than leaves, yeah. And everything is white. I'll take a picture. The blooms are white. The blooms are white. If those are blooms, the blooms are white. Well, I, I don't get A red bud, those blooms that we're seeing? Is it evergreen? Uh, no. Because this is the first thing that's come out. What, is the, le- the, what is the leaves look like? Are they big leaves? Yeah, they're big leaves. Well, they're big blooms. So the white things are big. Maybe the size a little bigger than a quarter. I'll take pictures. We'll yeah. we'll answer. This will be as the kids say a tease in radio. We'll we'll find out tomorrow. So yeah. if you thought you knew, email your answers to Milton at klup dot com, <laughs> and we will. Uh, so uh, I, I was. Uh, oh, did you see the uh, blue bonnet picture I sent you from the guy too? I did around the tree. Pretty, yeah. Yeah, I, I took it off your email, and I'm I'm going to put it on the internet. Oh, good. On okay. Plan answer. Uh, somebody wrote in to Neil said, uh, "I'm going to be planting a perennial garden along the side of our house. What can I use to kill Bermuda turf that's growing there now?" Um, he said, "Use a weed killer product containing glyphosate herbicide." Now, if they want to be careful with it, you know, and of course a lot of people are scared of uh, Roundup, uh, there are other products that you can kill Bermuda with and uh, use. And those are the, uh, that, like I was talking about, uh, Grass Be Gone, Post, post uh, Fusillade products. Uh, there's several others that uh, kill only grass. So you can actually spray it around roses, on roses. Uh, in fact, it was originally put on the market to uh, take grass out of watermelon. So you can spray it right over the top. I would tell a story about scaring my mother about... Uh, so yeah, grass, grass and her flower seconds for your story. I just sprayed that on there, and she thought I was going to kill everything. No. But it didn't. Okay. Hey, we're going to wrap up for today. <laughs> Thanks to Al doing a great job at the station. Thanks to all our <laughs> callers. I encourage you to come on out to Millburgers. Uh, while it's busy, we, we're watching the lines here and check out. That's moving really, really fast. In fact, there's... There's nobody checking out right now, so if you're over here now, you just zip right through. Yeah, if you got cash, See you, you tomorrow can come right up here to the count. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. <laughs> 
explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.